Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Krista. And you're listening to Practical Prepping Quick Tips. Are you ready for the next natural disaster or one of the little emergencies that life throws your way? Practical Prepping for Everyday People. This book is available from our website, on Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Practical Prepping Podcast Quick Tips. I'm going to go over an interesting list of foods and food items that you may have forgotten to put into your pantry storage. While I was doing some reading, it even dawned on me that I may be lacking some of these food and pantry items in my prep storage. So I thought, you know, I think I need to share this with you, the listener. Much of what I have learned came from the Urban Survival site. I do go there and read quite a few things, and it's very informative. But I really thought this is a list that bears sharing. So I'm just going to jump right in and share with you 17 food items that you and I may have forgotten to buy. Okay, so here we go. Number one, bouillon cubes. You know, the cute little squares that you make soup with. These are also very good for seasoning stews and vegetables that you're cooking. There's a lot of uses for bouillon cubes, but sometimes we don't think about storing some of those. So think about those chicken and beef and vegetable bouillon cubes. Number two, millet. Millet is an alternative to wheat. And although it actually shows up in a lot of bird seed naturally, humans for many, many thousands of years have been consuming millet. It is an alternative to wheat and rice and It's naturally gluten-free, so that might be something to put into your prep storage. Number three, comet. It is a type of wheat, but it packs more energy than regular wheat. So comet sometimes is a very good alternative wheat source. Number four, vanilla extract. Did you know that vanilla extract has virtually an indefinite shelf life? That's why it's great to have in your prepper storage. And I'll tell you a little secret. I don't make pancakes without putting vanilla extract into my pancake batter. I also throw a little sugar in there too, but don't tell Mark. He doesn't know about that. But that really will zhuzh up your pancakes, make them extra tasty. So think about that vanilla extract. Okay, number five, coconut oil. Of the solid oils, it's the one that will last more than two years. It is the exception to that solid fats rule. And do you know there's just literally dozens of uses for coconut oil. Many people use it for hair conditioner. Some use it as a makeup remover or skin moisturizer. Even put it on wounds and scratches and cuts. So think about putting some coconut oil into your prepper pantry. Number six, ramen noodles. Now, of course, ramen has been around for a long time, but the instant kind of ramen that we found in the 70s, that got us through college. They are dirt cheap, and they're very tasty in some ways with that little seasoning packet. And there are times when I have kind of a hunger, and a ramen packet is just really going to fill the bill. So think about having some cases of ramen noodles on the ready. Number seven. Honey, good old-fashioned honey, another sweetener that has been known to have an indefinite shelf life. You probably heard that famous story of the archaeologists that opened up the pyramid and they found some extracts of honey that were over 3,000 years old and they even tasted it and found that it was still good. Honey has a lot of uses, not only as a natural sweetener, but it itself can also be used as an antiseptic treatment for skin conditions. 
Number eight, cocoa powder, unsweetened cocoa powder. It has a shelf life of over 30 years. Even I did not know that. Let me tell you a little secret about cocoa powder. I put unsweetened cocoa powder into my chili. Yep, you heard it. It makes chili taste so good. It does not taste like chocolate. But my chili has a lot of chili powder and cumin and a lot of garlic and spices and about a tablespoon of dry cocoa powder into about a gallon of chili. I'm telling you, it will deepen that flavor and you will never make chili without it, I promise. Okay, number nine, popcorn. No, not the microwave popcorn. We're talking the old school popcorn like you buy in a jar or maybe a bag. That can be made up very quickly. It's a very inexpensive treat. A little bit goes a long way, and it tastes extra good with that salt and butter. All right, number 10 on the list, Jello. Good old Jello. If you've got a way to chill it so that it will gel, Jello sometimes gets forgotten. And I'll tell you, it's kind of like a comfort food. When I eat Jello, I think about being a kid. And it's really tasty, and it's just yummy. Number 11, pudding mix. Kind of for the same reason for Jello. It's a comfort food. It evokes a lot of pleasant memories, and it's just tasty to have. So think about that pudding mix. Number 12, taco seasoning. Yep, in fact, seasonings in general, but specifically taco seasoning, can be used on chicken and beef and pork and can really make your foods taste great. Number 13 on the list, yeast, the type of yeast that you're going to use to make bread. And there are some starter dough yeast recipes that you can research online where you can create yeast and keep yeast on hand almost indefinitely when you add more water and more flour every so many days. That's called a starter. So look into that. Number 14, powdered milk. It can be on the shelf for over 20 years and is so handy to use, particularly in baking or cooking. If you don't want to just drink powdered milk, you can actually cook with it. And you don't have to wait for a crisis or an emergency. You can use powdered milk now and kind of get your family used to the taste and the flavor of it. Number 15, powdered eggs. Now, powdered eggs don't taste all that great, but they're certainly handy to have and they pack a lot of nutrition. And you can use some of that taco seasoning to make your powdered eggs taste a little bit better. Number 16, protein bars. The type that you can buy in boxes, usually about 8 to 10 to 15, depending on how many that you buy. Protein bars are great, and they're also good to put into your bug-out bag or your get-home bag. But let me give you a word of caution. Some of these protein bars have a flavored type of an icing, like a glaze, or a decorative like stripy icing on there that might be a vanilla flavor or chocolate flavor. That icing will melt, and it can get your protein bar all gooey and nasty. So you may want to think about an undecorated protein bar. And number 17 on this list, last but not least, canned tuna. And there's so many kinds of canned tuna. Now, in order to pack in more calories, which is what you would want to think about if you're in a grid down or a crisis situation, you want to store the type of tuna that's packed in oil and not water. Not against tuna in water, you would want to use it up faster, but the tuna in oil is going to give you more calories and a bit better nutrition when you're having to eat canned tuna either straight out of the can or in some sort of a recipe. 
So that is a list of foods that you may have forgotten about that would be great to add to your prepper pantry storage. I know that I'm going to go back over this list and I'm going to review the things that I don't have or I'm getting very, very low on. So thanks for listening to this quick tip. And don't forget, stuff happens even in the pantry, so you've got to stay prepared. And we will see you next time.